informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information from the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic Drive Time. Now here's your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Good morning to you. Tuesday, November the 30th, it's going to be a great day. Although we have difficult stories to talk about this hour. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, build back better? We're hearing reports coming out of France that uh, they have interesting, let's just say, plans for the medieval cathedral that has attracted millions of people all over planet Earth to come and uh, and to see this place. It's going to be... Interesting, let's just say. So to cover that story, we've invited Tito Edwards on at uh, 35 after the hour to to conversate with us about that. So stay tuned for that. In the What's Concerning Us, there are, as I say, a few stories that are of great concern to me to include um, this whole uh, this whole new trend of selling digital products. That's going to be on the agenda uh, because it includes now relics, relics of the church that are being digitized and sold. You Now you, you're not supposed to sell a relic. How does that affect digital versions? I don't know. We're going to conversate about that a little bit. But also, where is the outcry from the bishops, from his, from the Pope himself, for an ethical vaccine? There, Many bishops have placed lots of pressure on the lay faithful to get the vaccination. But where is the outcry for an ethical version when one exists? Why aren't they crying for it? We're going to conversate about that in the What's Concerning Us. And then, of course, we have breaking news and stories, Saint of the Day, Gospel of the Day, and a lot more in this first hour. So we're very excited to have you on our program today. Uh, Rudy, good morning to you. Praise be, praise be to God, I am alive, and that counts. Is anything crazy happened in California? I mean, is that like a, a redundant question to ask, but uh, overnight was all peaceful? <laughs> the train train robberies. <laughs> they're a stagecoach. I mean, they're like they're like they're just pulling in front of the train and like you know saying. I was gonna ask, say, <laughs> like he, the, the train was already stopped, right? I mean, before they jumped on, because I mean, I can't imagine trains today like caring enough to stop, like, right? I mean, like, good luck stopping this this train. Uh, speaking of stopping trains, Adrian Fonseca is here on the ones and twos. Good morning to you, Adrian. Howdy, howdy. Good morning to you. God bless you. Is it good to be here? Oh, praise be to God. It is good to be here today. In spite of it all. No, it, today's going to be a great day because today is our annual sh- or share-a-thon, our Christmas share That's share-a-thon. true. So praise be to God. So today is a great day to be here. Praise be Not to Not just Jesus. a good one. It reminds us uh, to say, hey, listen, make sure you support your local Catholic radio station, right? I mean, that local station that you're tuned into today, they need your support. So make sure you are supporting them. And furthermore, make sure you're on their email list. Stay in contact with them. It is vitally important to keep Catholic Radio alive. The doors open, the lights on, and Catholic Radio is flowing in your community, not just for your sake, but for the sake of the strangers that you know need to hear the good, the true, and the beautiful, and uh, you make that possible. So thank you for that. So our second hour this hour is going to be different from today all the way until Friday. We go back to our normal schedule on Monday, but uh, for all of those that can join us in the second hour, we encourage you to tune in at 10 a.m. Central, 11 Eastern today. 
Otherwise, uh, we're going to have a great normal first hour today. So we're going to cover a lot of ground today in the breaking news and stories, of course. As I said, saint of the day, gospel of the day. And we're going to talk about Notre Dame coming up in our guest segment with Big Pulpit editor Tito Edwards. By the way, do you do you guys subscribe to BigPulpit.com? It's one of my go-to sites for all news Catholic and beyond. And there's uh, there's some like sister sites as well that are linked up every single day uh, that cover all the other stories as well. So bigpulpit.com, great website. You should check it out. Let's begin with prayer and dive in and uh, get started today. We're going to be praying for the conversion of sinners around the world for return to faithfulness, among, especially among the hierarchy, but also in my home and your home as well. And then, of course, for your intentions, dear listener, whatever is on your heart. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. And now your headlines with Rudy Carlos.
The saint of the day is St. Andrew, you know, the apostle. The one thing to note is there is a St. Andrew Novena going on right now. The Novena is called the St. Andrew Christmas Novena because it begins on the Feast of St. Andrew. That would be today. And it's also referred to as the Christmas Anticipation Novena since it is intended to assist us in meditating on the true meaning of Christmas. It's prayed until December 24th. St. Andrew was a native of Bethsaida in Galilee, a fisherman by trade and a former disciple of John the Baptist. He introduced his brother Simon Peter to Jesus, saying, We have found the Messiah. Overshadowed henceforth by his brother, Andrew nevertheless appears again in the Gospels, introducing souls to Christ. After Pentecost, Andrew took up the apostolate on a much wider scale and is said to have been martyred at Patras in northern and southern Greece on a cross which was in the form of an X. The type of cross has long been known as St. Andrew's Cross. When Andrew was led to the place of martyrdom on beholding the cross from a distance, he cried out, Oh, good cross, so long desired and now set up for my longing soul. I, confident in rejoicing, come to you, exultingly receive me, a disciple of him who hung on you. Forwith he was nailed to the cross. For two days he hung there alive, unceasingly proclaiming the doctrines of Christ until he passed on to him whose likeness in death he was so vehemently desired. St. Andrew is venerated in Georgia as the first preacher of Christianity in that territory and in Cyprus for having struck the rocks, creating a gush of healing waters upon landing on the shore. Because weddings were not allowed during Advent and Christmas, and Andrew is a patron of unmarried maidens, many countries have married-related superstitions connected to St. Andrew's feast day. It is said, whoever recites the St. Andrew Christmas Novena pray prayer 15 times each day from the Feast of St. Andrew today until Christmas Eve will obtain the favor requested. He died in the first century. St. Andrew the Apostle, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 22. As Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew. Casting a net into the sea, they were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called to them. And immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus wished not only to prove that the establishment of his religion was heavenly, but also to humble the pride of man. And therefore, he did not choose orators and philosophers, but fishermen, says St. Jerome. St. Jerome, pray for us. Augustine would say he chose not kings, senators, philosophers, or orators, but he chose common, poor, and untaught fishermen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, willing to bow the necks of the proud, sought not to gain fishermen by, but, uh, by orators, but gained an emperor by a fisherman. I love that. Gained an emperor by a fisherman. Isn't that amazing? 
And there was a lot of conversating about this amongst the early church fathers about uh, sort of the simpleness of the fishermen that were called. However, I think Ignatius Catholic Study Bible pointed out something that is, I found very insightful. Matthew emphasizes the promptness of the disciples' response to Jesus. Think about that for a second. If they were brilliant philosophers, orators, learned men of the law, would they have contemplated the call of Jesus? Would they have pondered and discerned it, or would they have responded like these men did, immediately, leaving everything, even their father, let alone their nets and their boats behind? It's a, 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 th- a thing to behold, I think, for all of us to ask ourselves, would we have responded immediately to the word of our Lord? St. Gregory the Great talks about the price that we must pay as believers and followers. He says, he leaves much who keeps nothing for himself. He parts with much who with his possessions renounces his lusts. Those who followed Christ gave up enough to be coveted by those who did not follow. Our outward goods, however small, are enough for the Lord. He does not weigh the sacrifice by how much is offered, but out of how much it is offered. The kingdom of God is not to be valued at a certain price, but whatever a man has, much or little, is equally available. You and I have an opportunity today to leave all behind in this world, to give everything, to purchase that field, because so great a, a treasure is found in it. Let us give everything in our life over to him. Let us see the world through this lens of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, his holy Catholic and apostolic church. Let's live like that. Amen. We're going to be right back. What's concerning us is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Catholic drive time. We'll be right back. Tell a friend. Howdy, this is Adrian Fonseca, producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm proud to tell you that Real Estate for Life is an underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Real Estate for Life connects home buyers and sellers to real estate agents while supporting pro-life organizations, offering their clients a faith-based experience. They are online at realestateforlife.org. That's realestateforlife.org. God love you. Are the biblical miracles too far-fetched to believe? Dead people rising, blind people seeing? How can a rational person believe such things? Well, it might seem irrational to believe relative to our general background knowledge, but relative to specific evidence, the obstacle of improbability can be overcome. For example, it's improbable for someone to rise from the dead. But if there were credible eyewitness testimonies, as in the case with Jesus, then belief would be rationally justified. Second, many skeptics often don't consider the improbability of the reported miracle being false. With regard to Jesus' resurrection, it's unreasonable to believe the apostles died for what they knew to be a lie, or that many different people had the same hallucination at the same time on different occasions. So miracles are not too far-fetched to believe if there is sufficient evidence to justify belief. I'm Carlo Broussard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Uh, Coming up at 35 past the hour, we're going to talk with Tito Edwards 
from BigPulpit.com about Notre Dame, the stories that are coming out of France about the renovation and the plans for those renovations, um, which are troubling, I would say, to say the least. We're going to get the latest on that from Tito Edwards coming up at 35 past the hour. Stick around for that. There are, as I say, a few stories in the news that are of great concern to me, and I'm sure to many of you as well. Uh, Here's one. I want to say it really quickly, share this with you really quickly. This is out of Aladia. Religious relics to be turned into NFTs for the first time ever. Now, here's a question. Did you know what an NFT was? I wonder. I'm I'm sure the young folk do. I mean, the the kids today, right? Um, NFTs, non-fungible is non-fungible. What's the T stand? Tokens. Token. Thank you. Thank you, young person. Just thank a young person. If you ever need to know what uh, tech means, just ask somebody like like Adrian. Um, Young people. They'll tell you. Non-fungible tokens. Now, what does this mean? They take something that li- that's real, like a piece of art, for instance. They digitize it. They create a digital copy of it, some sort of digital something or other of this particular piece of art. And then they add cryptocurrency on the back end to, to say that this is a particular piece of unique digital asset that then you can sell on the open market on the Internet, usually with cryptocurrency. So they're doing this with all kinds of things. Uh, NBA players are selling video clips of them slam dunking. And uh, and then they're selling that for millions of dollars or thousands or whatever else. And so this is all over the world. They're doing these NFT sales. It's kind of crazy. Well, apparently uh, religious art and relics are getting in on this. So now relics are going to be digitized and sold on the open market as NFTs. According to this article, St. Francis Xavier was selected as the theme of the first NFT drop. The four paintings that will be made into NFTs are the first of a series of 20 paintings by the 17th century Portuguese artist, Andrea Reynoso. The series follows the life of St. Francis Xavier and was initially painted as a way to popularize his works in order to advance his cause for sainthood. The fifth NFT on the docket will be a reliquary of St. Francis Xavier. Reports do not indicate the classification of the relic, but this but they cite it as a statute measuring a rather a yeah, a statute measuring 114 by 40 centimeters. This relic will be minted into 1 million NFTs. Really? 1 million NFTs with the first 10,000 going up for purchase at a price of I guess that's 100 euros each on December the 1st. Now, here's a question. Um, It's inappropriate to sell a relic. There are people in the world, uh, some of whom listen to our show every day, like our friend Jesus Robles, who who rescue relics from people who would sell them online. Um, What about digital versions of relics? How does that work? What's the moral line on this? I wonder. I'm curious. We're like we're breaking into new ground here about uh, NFTs and relics and art and all the rest. I, feel, I th- frankly, I feel a little uncomfortable living in a world where we take our relics and we monetize them. One one thing I would note, though, is I mean it it doesn't make any sense what this is exactly because a relic has to be a physical thing. So I feel as though I mean I have I have to look into this much more deeply to figure out what's actually going on here, but. Just on the surface level, I feel like they're just using the word relic as a colloquial use of the term to mean something religious because it can't be a relic. It's not possible right. for a digital some a digital thing to be a relic. I mean, it looks like 
it's just a painting mm-hmm. of St. Francis Xavier. And if that's the case, I mean, then there's no problem. No, the, the, re- uh, the article that says it's going to be a reliquary. I mean, paintings are among that stuff. Right. But the and, reliquary. But, a reliquary, but it would be just be like a picture of the reliquary. It can't actually well, be true. the reliquary itself. That's true. But is this a get-out-of-jail-free card, a loophole to be able to take relics and then create digital assets and then monetize them? Yeah, I think it definitely probably is trying to monetize relics, but... In reality, all they're doing is selling a picture of a relic because it's not, it wouldn't actually be a, be a relic because it's just ones and zeros. So they're just, they're just, uh, it's a digital thing. And yeah, NFTs are more complicated than ones and zeros. They're, they're blacked by blockchain technology. So they're unique assets. But nonetheless, I mean, it's not the actual piece of the saint or something that's even touched the saint because it doesn't actually exist. They're just, they're, it's just, Electric currencies running through your computer. And who's going to pay 100 euros for, for a piece of an image, a JPEG, or, a JPEG. E- or even a GIF or some sort of video clip? It just boggles the mind, but okay, whatever. I'd be curious just to know what you think, dear listener, about this. You're always welcome to, to hang out with us and comment live on the video feed, which you can find linked up at grnonline.com forward slash CDT. Let us know your thoughts. We surely would love to know. I want to turn to another subject that, that is definitely bugging me to no end. Um, there is uh, yesterday, if you were hanging out with us on the program yesterday, you will remember that we had a great conversation with, uh, Dr. Jose Tersankos from children of God for life about this new Omicron virus, uh, that's, uh, making its way around, even though the lady in South Africa is like very, very mild, very, 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 very mild, no hospitalizations, but somehow, some way the rest of the world is freaking out. We had that conversation yesterday. Hopefully we'll get that, that clip up to our social feed, uh, soon. However, uh, one of the other things we talked about was some of the alternatives that are available in the vaccines. Now, you might remember back in August, there was this article that came out, the Pope's comments, and many U.S. bishops who have been uh, putting a ton of pressure upon the lay faithful to get vaccinated, uh, using language like, it's an act of love, an act of charity, and, and you must hate everybody if you don't get it. That kind of language that has been tur- has tossed around quite a bit as of late uh, this article out of Religious News Service says the U.S. bishops reject exemptions, reject exemptions, by the way. Pope Francis dubs COVID-19 vaccine an act of love. So we remember this. We, we're all, many of us are feeling the pressure. There was even a bishop, two bishops in Canada who tried to enact, uh, you know, an access to the sacraments based on vaccination status. So only a, a, a you know, sort of a, an exempted class of people had access to the sacraments in their diocese. So this has been a hot-button issue for sure. Well, yesterday as we were talking with Dr. Jose Tresancos, he brought up a very concerning point that I've been asking now for a while. You know, um, the Vatican has said it's morally licit to take these vaccines. In, in the face of not having any ethical vaccines available, you can take these uh, vaccines that are troubled with abortion use. Now, there are organizations um, that track all of the available vaccinations and their use of abortifetal tissue. Uh, I will link to this one that I'm looking at in front of me, but it's also linked up in this particular article out of Crisis Magazine with the headline goes like this. Is Covaxin the pro-life COVID vaccine Catholics have been waiting for? And in this article, which we will link on our social feeds, um, it actually links to 
this particular list of of all the vaccinations that track their use of abortifetal tissue. By the way, Children of God for Life does the same thing. Well, here's the issue. Covaxin is a vaccine produced out of India that does not use abortifetal tissue at all at any time in their entire process. Development, testing, or otherwise, no use of, of abortifetal tissue whatsoever. And it is not available in the United States. So here's the thing. Um, as the Vatican said when they made their statements about these particular vaccinations, uh, that it is, it is morally okay to take these based on the fact that there are no other good ethical vaccinations available. This is your only choice. You have no other choices. You can take this. It even I'm quoting from an article here out of Vatican News. It says, therefore, argues the note published on Monday in summing up the instruction of 2008, quote, when ethical... I- irreproachable COVID-19 vaccinations or vaccines are not available, unquote. It is, quote, morally acceptable to receive COVID-19 vaccines that have used cell lines from aborted fetuses in their research and production process, unquote. However, back in 2008, when Pope Benedict XVI made these statements, he also goes on to talk about how we have an obligation, a duty to demand from Big Pharma the availability of ethical treatments and therapies that do not incorporate anything from abortifetal tissues. We have a demand. We we have an obligation to demand that. That was uh, what Benedict XVI asked us to do. And yet here we have uh, morally, let's say, quote, unquote, ethical vaccinations available to the world, but they are not available in the United States. So here's my question. I asked this yesterday, and I asked this of uh, Dr. Jose Trisankos on during the interview. Why, pure speculation for sure, but why did he speculate that the bishops who have pressured us, have asked us, demanded that we have these vaccinations, threatening the access to, to the sacraments if we don't, where is the outcry from these same bishops for Covaxis, for instance, to be made available in the United States? When's the last time you heard a homily on it? When's the last time you saw a statement being published out of the Chancery Office? When's the last time the USCCB made any mention of this Covaxis whatsoever? I don't remember either because it doesn't happen. When's the last time His Holiness Pope Francis, who has asked us, to, you know, basically saying that unless we get the jab, we're not very charitable to our neighbor. Well, golly gee whiz. We have an ethical vaccination available, and there's not a strong demand from bishops all over the planet Earth saying this needs to be made available to the whole wide world. Not one statement whatsoever. Why is that? I'm very curious. Not one. I find that incredibly troubling. I find that deeply disturbing to me, that you're going to pressure us on one hand, and then on the other hand, you're going to just not say a word when a particular vaccine that does not include any abortal fetal use whatsoever is available. But we're going to put pressure so that we have to use these others that did use aborted fetal tissues, either in uh, development and or testing or otherwise. That is a problem. And Catholics everywhere, whether you believe in the vaccine, vaccinations or not, you ought to ask your bishop this question. Because if one is available, we ought to be asking. Oh, and oh, and by the way, there's a brand new study out of uh, Qatar that had points out 
Uh, it's been reported not only in the Epic Times, but also in the uh, New England Journal of Medicine as well, that uh, naturally immune people at little risk of reinfection, severe disease from COVID-19 study. More and more studies out. I've seen so many articles on this particular topic that people who have natural immunity are doing very well. And yet we are told over and I heard a homily from a bishop. You know, saying, hey, listen, I'm in the hospital all the time. And all I hear from all these people are, please, is it too late to get the vaccination? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. It's just too late for you. You should have done that by now. Yesterday, I think I saw a tweet on Twitter that said, you know, if you didn't get the vaccination, there's only one hospital bed left. Do you think you have any moral rights to that bed? I mean, the shaming is just thicker than, (laughs) I mean, it's insane. It's literally insane. So if on one hand you're going to apply this level of guilt and pressure, then on the other hand, there ought to be a great and heavy demand by these bishops to our FDA to say we need Covaxis in America. Oh, I'm sorry if it impedes upon the profit margins of Big Pharma in America, but either way, we have an obligation to demand these things. We ought to be doing it. Stick around. We'll be right back. We have more breaking news and stories coming up next. Most of us can recall a childhood memory of innocence and a peace that only comes from God. Yet with our busy schedules today, many families don't attend church weekly or spend much time teaching their children about God. So many families now are burdened by financial and family challenges, substance abuse, and other worries. But there is hope. Studies show that people who pray regularly and practice their Christian faith are less stressed, financially stable, more compassionate, optimistic, healthier, and happier. Experience a positive difference in your life and for your family by coming home to your parish. Learn more by visiting catholicscomehome.org today. Here you may find answers to your questions and discover how Jesus and the sacraments will bless your family. There's no pressure or risk. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. Howdy, this is Adrian Fonseca, producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm proud to tell you that Real Estate for Life is an underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Real Estate for Life connects home buyers and sellers to real estate agents while supporting pro-life organizations, offering their clients a faith-based experience. They are online at realestateforlife.org. That's realestateforlife.org. God love you.
Praise be to God in all things. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up to date. We, at least, I don't know, do you remember where you were on April the 15th, 2019, when Notre Dame was on fire? I mean, it was one of those moments where you stop, especially if you're Catholic, I guess. Maybe if you're not Catholic, you didn't pay much attention to it. But I remember seeing it and just thinking how tragic to see this iconic cathedral from the medieval times uh, aflame. What was interesting to me at the time was seeing people on their knees praying, young people, probably who hadn't prayed in a very long time, praying because they realized this is a, this is a big tragedy, a loss of something special among their people in France. And to conversate about the renovations and the news that's out on the news uh, this week is editor of BigPulpit.com, Tito Edwards. Good morning to you, Tito. Good morning, Joe. Can you guys hear me? Uh, praise be to God, we can. How are you, Tito? Terrific, terrific. Thank you for uh, having me on here again. Hi, Adrian. Hi, Jesus. <laughs> howdy, howdy, Tito. <laughs> now, we, uh, we, we were all waiting with uh, bated anticipation of, uh, of what may actually happen in this renovation. There was a long delay. There was, m- I think, millions, if not a billion dollars poured in for the renovation process all over the world. So I think this demonstrates that people all over the world see this building as something special. Right, Tito? Yes, the, it's it's a cultural attachment. It's part of who we are as Catholics, as Christians. Even even the non-practicing person who lives in the West uh, had uh, felt a tinge of sorrow uh, when they saw the ce- the ceiling and the roof of uh, Cathedral Notre Dame, the Paris Paris uh, collapse. I, I know it was. Uh, I didn't know how to explain my emotions when I first saw that. Where were you at the time? Do you remember? Wow. Uh, I was at, uh, I was at, huh. <laughs> it was in the morning. I just got up and I was checking the news and I saw smoke billowing yeah. um, from the cathedral. Uh, I didn't know how the extent to what was going on. And not until later when they started, when it, the news started pouring in through all the avenues of the social media platforms. And then there was talk about rebuilding it in sort of a modern way, like re- rebuilding the, the roof structure. And there was a lot of rumors and there was a lot of outcry, I think, from all over the world to say, no, this is an iconic building and we ought to preserve it, preserve its patrimony, uh, especially for the faithful. And then the, the, we had some confidence, right, that they were going to redo this. In fact, I read an article this morning that said they, they had craftsmen who still possessed the skills and the knowledge of the medieval techniques that were used to build that roof in the first place. And so they were going to rebuild it in those same techniques. And we thought, praise be to God, this is, for, for, this is good news. And now this week, there's new, new rumors, new uh, reports out that they've got, let's say, interesting plans for the interior. Yeah, some very interesting plans. After the outcry of, of people being upset that they were going to install a pool in the rooftop uh, <laughs> and earlier uh, renditions of what was going on, apparently uh, through the sin of omission, yes, they were not going to do any changes to the exterior of the cathedral, but the interior is quite something else. People have been describing it as the Disneyfication of the interior. We need to give credit to Tim Stanley and Henry Samuel of the Telegraph over in London, UK, for breaking the story. Some of the things that have uh, that are being done, it's not that they're considering it. They've already submitted. They're about to submit the report to a final committee 
either today or tomorrow. And uh, a father, Gilet Drouin, I'm mispronouncing the French, has confirmed all of the changes that were going to be done. And, and if you don't mind, I, I, I'd like to list some of the changes. Go for it. The propo proposed changes, uh, removal of confessional boxes, altars, classical sculptures will be replaced with modern art murals and new sound and light effects to create quote-unquote emotional spaces. <laughs> there will be themed chapels with a quote-unquote discovery trail with an emphasis on African and Asian <laughs> languages, while quotes from the Bible will be projected on these chapel walls. This is horrible. I know. And in, to, in uh, tune with the uh, Zietgeist of the, of the era, the, the final chapel on the trail will have a strong environmental emphasis. Of course it will. <laughs> I mean, yes. Of course it will. Rudy? After the French Revolution of 1789, the government of France owns everything. But, but we, we must remember that it has to go through the Archbishop of Paris. And his name is Michel Opetit. And so uh, <clears throat> these are their ideas. Uh, I'm sure they had lots of input from uh, using all the donation dollars from very popular and uh, well-known architects and sculptors putting in their input. Of what, to, what they wanted to do. I, I want to add that uh, you mentioned um, why are people who are not Catholic uh, contributing to this and, and doing that. You're not far from the point. Um, Archbishop Michel Apatou just last week submitted his resignation. He doesn't want to call it a resignation, but he offered it to the Pope saying in his own French language uh, that the Pope can review whether or not he should continue in his ministry due to the report. And he has confirmed that he's had a agnostic relationship with a woman since, since 2012. That's insane. Now, if, if we're wondering what's going on in the Archdiocese of Paris, who is uh, who are doing all of these reports, two auxiliary bishops within the last five years, maybe two years, have resigned due to some scandal or another. I, so this is a mess. I, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know. Uh, I can offer my opinion. I believe they have the best interest in, in their hearts. Hold that they, thought. Hold that thought, Tito. We'll come back after this very short break, and then we'll uh, we'll jump right back into uh, what your uh, speculation is on what's going on there. But we're talking about Notre Dame and this uh, this report about turning Notre Dame, this iconic cathedral home of pilgrimages of millions and millions of people around the planet into something absolutely insane. All that and more coming up right after this very short break. Captain Drive Time will be right back. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. What is a patron saint? The classic professions such as soldiers or doctors have patron saints who represent the ideal of soldiering or doctoring. 
And yet, so many of the trades and crafts on which the modern world depends do not have an ideal figure. There is no patron saint of plumbers, for instance, and G.K. Chesterton says there should be. It would be a revolution, for it would inspire each individual plumber to consider that there was once a perfect being who actually did plumb. In the meantime, what do plumbers and the rest of us do? Chesterton says, Keep before your eyes the supreme adventure of virtue. If you're kind, think of the man who was kinder than you. That's what is meant by having a patron saint. Want more than a minute? Visit us at chesterton.org. Glorianshine.com, a generous underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Glorianshine.com is a Catholic family-owned company making a variety of personal care products ranging from lotions, soap bars, gift boxes, body mist, beard care, and more. At Glorianshine.com, they state their mission is to, quote, craft every product with deep intention while holding a vision of sharing the gospel. They are good for the body, mind, and soul, unquote. God love you, Glorianshine.com. Thank you again. Be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired, I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. We're having a conversation with Tito Edwards, editor of BigPulpit.com. That's BigPulpit.com. Great place to go for aggregated stories on the church and beyond. BigPulpit.com. You should check that out. But of course, the story out of uh, Notre Dame and uh, Paris this week is they have plans to make this into something that is I think to many of us considered outrageous. And then, of course, the news about the, the, the archbishop resigning because he's had some sort of relationship with a female for a while. Um, it is troubling, to say the least. Well, Tito Edwards, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Joe. Hi, guys. Now, right, the... be- right before the break, you were starting to go into what you were speculating as might be a sort of the motivation behind all this. Yes, my, my observation is is um, seeing what's happened with the auxiliary bishops with the archbishop. Now, this is coming from the eldest daughter of the church, France. The archbishop, the archdiocese of Paris, we're supposed to look up to for everything Catholic. They're supposed to think with a Catholic mind, looking through Catholic eyes. I think they've they've lost a lot of their Catholic, of who their sense of who they are as Catholics, they're thinking as a secular mind through secular lenses. And they're thinking, this is a great idea. They're walking in there. Wow. Look at all these people not paying attention to the Holy mass and looking at the great architecture. They're just ignoring Jesus and look how many empty pews there are. And they're thinking, let's turning into a museum. I like this quote, experimental liturgical showroom is what they're thinking of turning experimental liturgical showroom you know just today in the gospel uh we read just a little while ago that the uh, peter and his brother james and john they left everything immediately and followed him why are we holding on to this world and all of its quote-unquote glory instead of leaving it all and giving ourselves completely over to god it seems mind-boggling to me as to what why these bishops would think that this is somehow going to convince people that the truths of Christianity, when none of this experimentation has worked so far, the numbers do, do not lie. People are not coming, they are going. Adrian? Yes, I, I just want to emphasize the historical significance for the Catholic faith that this building has, Notre Dame Cathedral. 
it was a built it was began construction in 1163 it saw the birth of the dominican order of the franciscan order of many of the religious orders it took 200 years to complete it is said that saint thomas aquinas himself helped contribute physically to putting stones onto it the people of france and of, of the church around the world contributed putting stones it saw the reign of king louis the seventh it had saw the crowning of several kings english kings french kings as joan of arc prayed in that church it's the historical significance cannot be emphasized enough and john horvat with the tfp published an article back in april of 2019 called the why the restoration of notre dame seems doomed to fail and his point here was that even if you have the technical uh know-how to build the church back to what it was once before to make it perfectly restored the problem is he said quote the body what's the point of it if the body uh to have a perfectly the body of the cathedral if it has no soul Will God bless this reconstruction or will he treat it as some modern tower of Babel mm. made more to glorify man than God? And his point that he gets across in this article is that there has to be a return to a love of our lady for someone, for us to be able to actually construct Notre Dame again without return to faith, without a return to order, without a return to our lady. It's impossible to rebuild the cathedral because we don't have the soul and the heart to build what was built for the glory of God and for the glory of Our Lady. Uh, Tito? Yes, Adrian articulated so well what I was trying to explain earlier. They need to be, they need to go to Our Lady, Notre Dame, Latin or French for Our Lady, and and see with the Catholic eyes and bring back the beauty of, of what the cathedral is all about. And and I don't think it's getting to them because the same spokesperson, uh, Father Dion, also said when, when referring to all the... Uh, accusations or, or speculations of what's going on. He quote unquote said he denies it's too radical. For, forget that it's radical. He just denies it's too radical. I, I don't think we're going to go much uh, with this unless we, we, we pray and send in petitions and contact the archbishop and everyone that, that is connected to this mm. and, and express to them our distress of, of what's going on with the interior of, of the cathedral. I, as an anecdote, when my wife and I uh, had the opportunity to go visit Paris, uh, we went to Sacre Coeur, the uh, Sacred Heart Cathedral in Paris that was built uh, after the French Revolution. And that's where they have 24 adoration and a huge monstrance the size of a coffee table. As wow. if we were in there, I noticed all these boutique and gift shops inside the cathedral, catering to all the tourists as they were milling around and signs everywhere in every language saying, keep silent. Yeah. Half the time I spent shushing people to be quiet because my wife and I were there in adoration and then we attended mass. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen here at, at, at the cathedral when, when all these tourists who are already ignoring the mass when it's celebrated there, then they have all these little side chapels. They're not even chapels. They're 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 Epcot Center uh, exhibition boxes, and and they're going to go over there and take pictures with with a uh, bishop's hat and, and a cutout of Pope Francis. Yeah. How is that going to explain the faith? How is that going to relate to them? You uh, know what we believe in. Even in uh, Washington D.C. and the National Shrine there. Uh, and have you ever been to the National Shrine in Washington, D.C., Tito? 
beautiful. Yes, I love the crypt. I love all the yeah. Marian chapels inside there. You spend hours going through all of their side chapels, all done in mosaic, and you are just enamored by the effort put into completing that structure, which took a very, very long time. It sat dormant and uncompleted for a long time until they finally raised all the money to get it done. And when they did, you're just you go through the plates and it's it's massive, and you're just looking at the artwork because it has it has significance. This, what they're describing here, is utterly insane. Here's a little bit of the article out of France 24. The altar will remain in place, but other items such as the tabernacle and baptistry will be rejigged. What does it even mean, rejigged? That's that's what it says, rejigged. Most, well, I don't even know what that means. While most of the confessionals will move to the first floor, leaving only four in the main section. Side chapels, which were in terrible state even before the fire, will be entirely renovated with a focus on artworks, including portraits from the 16th and 18th century that will be in dialogue with modern art objects. What in the world does it mean for a 16th or 18th century portrait to be in dialogue with modern art objects, Tito? They, I, they, they're just drowning themselves and taking a huge gulp of the Kool-Aid of the secular world. Uh, yes, churches have been used as art exhibits, but, but that was uh, on, on occasion and in a, in a separate section of the cathedral or church with little, you know, tasteful exhibitions. They did not replace confessionals. They did not replace side altars. They did not remove pews. This is above and beyond anything. Can you imagine going to the, a mosque or a synagogue? They won't even let you win. Right. And on the off even, hours, maybe even at St. Peter's in, in Rome, even at the Basilica in Rome, they have guards, they have ushers who protect side chapels when adoration is going on from just your casual tourist. You're not allowed to just be a casual tourist and stumble into adoration in a side chapel at St. Peter's Basilica because that would be inappropriate to, to act like a tourist when our Lord is exposed in uh, on the altar in adoration. So ushers are there to say, hey, you know, to kind of weed out people to say, okay, you're a tourist, you can't come in. Oh, you're a local, you want to, okay, come on in. And I mean, it's basic, it's basic. And and yet we see this thinking here and this plans that seems to throw all of that out the window and it's going to become some sort of tourist attraction. I have to believe if they go through with this, then we're going to see a precipitous drop in pilgrimages to this site. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I don't know what. Yeah, that's a good, good, good speculation. I, I believe they're going to do their best. There, there is mal, there is bad intention with the Archdiocese of Paris because they re, they did not give all the information that were, they were going to do to the cathedral because they knew full well that there was going to be some sort of an uproar, some sort of an outcry. And then here they are still submitting the plans and denying that it's too radical. We, we have to uh, charitably contact them and mm. express our concern and make and make sure our voices are heard because we got to do something. We need to put up a good fight. Yeah. But, and, and the thing is, is that the regular Catholic listening to us may not understand what the hoopla is all about, but then again, how, if, if you don't practice your faith then you, you wouldn't understand the, the average person wouldn't understand why we're so upset. The cathedral, yes, it's a monument to culture, 
but at the same time, it's still a place of worship. And, yeah. and there needs to be respect going both ways. Nobody would go and, and start taking photographs of the, the, the niqab when they're in a mosque or, sure. or, or, or in the, 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 where they place the word of God in the synagogue. Well, there was an outcry when they first started talking about these experimental ideas. Maybe there'll be another one, and maybe we can stem the tide of this and get something yes. that feels more in line with the holy the, the faith that has been passed on. I mean, the eldest daughter of the church? Oh, man, it's time to make France great again. At any rate, so we are out of time. Tito Edwards from BigPulpits.com. Thank you for your time today. We're very grateful to you. Thank you guys very much. Have a great day. All right. Check out bigpulpit.com uh, to get your aggregation of all stories across the church and beyond at bigpulpit.com. Uh, we are going to say goodbye here in just a second, but I want to tell you before we do that this week is special because uh, our second hour is not going to be normal from today until Friday. We're back to normal on Monday. So for those of you that do join us in our second hour, we will be live again 10 a.m. Central, 11 Eastern today through Friday because it is share week on the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are raising the funds to keep our doors open, our lights on, and Catholic radio waves flowing across our radio apostolate. So let me remind you, please support your local Catholic radio station. It means so much to them. It helps them to stay in the game of sharing the good, the true and the beautiful, to planting the seeds of evangelization. You make that possible. And if you do support them, Tell them Catholic Drive Time sent you. We'd be very grateful to you. God love you. God bless you. We'll see you at 10 a.m. Central for those that can join us. Until then, back here tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Central, 7 Eastern, for Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. Thank you for joining us on Your Catholic Drive Time, where it is our pleasure to keep you informed and inspired. Join us Monday through Friday at the same time, right here on your favorite Catholic radio station. Don't forget to connect with us. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Be sure to share more than just us today. Share Jesus with everyone you meet. Bye now, and God love you. friend asked me why Catholics have crucifixes in our churches. Don't we believe Jesus has risen? Why do we keep him on the cross? Well, first of all, you want to check out 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23. Paul says, but we preach Christ crucified. Why does Paul preach Christ crucified? Doesn't he know Jesus has been raised from the dead? Well, of course he does. But he knows that it is through the power of the crucified Christ on the cross that the bonds of sin and death are broken. As he says in verse 24, Christ crucified is the power of God. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 2. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Again, didn't Paul know that Jesus had risen from the dead? Well, of course he did. Paul preaches Christ crucified because an empty cross has no power. The cross that bears the beaten, battered, and bloodied body of Jesus Christ, however, that cross is the power of God. So we keep Jesus on the cross because we too preach Christ crucified. And the crucifix reminds us not only of God's power, but also his love for us, giving his only begotten son up for death and suffering. Also, here in this life, we do not share so much in the glory of the resurrection as we do in the suffering of Jesus on the cross. After all, we must take up our cross daily if we are to follow Jesus, as it says in Luke 9, verse 23. And we must die with Christ in order to live with him, as Romans 6, 8 tells us. Where did Christ die? On the cross. One other passage to keep in mind is Galatians 3, verse 1. 
Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified? Did you catch that? Jesus was publicly portrayed before their eyes as being crucified. Sounds kind of like they may have been looking at a crucifix, doesn't it? A beacon of truth in a troubled world. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Howdy, this is Adrian Fonseca, producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Eastern. Right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm proud to tell you that Real Estate for Life is an underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Real Estate for Life connects home buyers and sellers to real estate agents while supporting pro-life organizations, offering their clients a faith-based experience. They are online at realestateforlife.org. That's realestateforlife.org. God love you. Rudy. Rudy. Good job, bud. We appreciate the effort. It makes a difference. Toya is singing your praises. It's, hel- it's hilarious. Um, well, it's just that you're putting in effort to include personality, and it's not just dry. You know, you're, you you're know trying to rehearse. You're trying to do it. You're trying to do it well. That's the that's what we're talking about, right? It's not that it's perfect. It's that you're putting that effort in, and it's coming across, and we appreciate that. That's, and you know English. We want. And you and you uh, obviously know the. English language, so that helps. <laughs> I dare, I double dog dare you to, to produce a segment in Espanol and put it online. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yikes. That would be awesome. Um, all right, so did we I, – I just tried to add you to the quarterly GRN family meeting. Hold on. Let's see. If you want to join the Sherathon group, you need to leave the GRN family meeting thread. So, where, oh, where, Sherathon. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm just, okay, I see it now. I'm going to add you to this one instead then. I'm going to, can I add? And your keyboard is loud. Dude, that's like some old secretary stuff going on there. Um,. How do I add you to this Sherathon team? What in the world are we listening to? This is our Sherathon. What? What? Okay, I got I got this. Okay. Rudy, I'm adding you right now. Are you gonna now. tell Miss Toya that we can't listen to Christmas music? Um I just sent you you should get a request to join the Sherathon team. And then what on the team itself? So when you go to teams and you see Sherathon in general, uh, make sure that we're not connected by Conrex to Dallas. Well, we're connected to Rudy. To make your pledge of support to help keep I just don't want to make sure I'm not. What I'm saying is not going over the radio. That's all. That's all, man. <laughs> like I'm going to see how this conversation because it's happened to me in the past. Like Yikes. we can hear you. So anyway, going back to what I was saying, 
Uh, if you go to the teams and then you go to Sherathon and General, under the General tab, you'll see a conversation going on. This is our back end for Sherathon. Okay. Can you hear the Sherathon in your headphones right now? Keep your local so, station on there. Um, Glad to have you with us. My when we're on the air, we're going to need to have this Sherathon general conversation up in front of us because anything that needs to be communicated to us from our team on the back end, this is how they do it. So it might be things like, hey, you forgot to thank so-and-so or don't mention this or mention that or, or whatever. Okay, so you're going to want to have that available to you on the back end. You have access to charity thon now it's like okay it's rush time <laughs> so uh welcome to the share i love the name of this one dave yeah the gifts of god uh, it ties into an interview that we'll be uh providing for everybody who donates during the share thon and uh, uh we'll tell you more about that in a second but it's it's a time of being thankful for our gifts and we're thankful for everybody who listens and we ask from lisa please please, please support uh, charity thon.com is the overall goals and in four days we is the and send you back to regular program i'm gonna put it in the months, chat in our chat our personal chat a prayer you hear the festive music behind underneath us and uh, so much to talk about but uh toy do you have the prayer do you want to get started with that let's do that in the name it's of the uh the probably if i had to guess Amen. a grn olg 21 Lisa sent you an email for your continued with your with your username and password. Network, that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts and you know their needs. Lord, may we, your people who look forward to the birthday of Christ, experience the joy of salvation and celebrate Christmas with love and thanksgiving. May the light of faith shine in our words and in our actions. Help us to remember that Jesus Christ is truly the reason for the season. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices. Um, G-R-N-O-L-G-2020. What did Lisa give you for a password? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Uh, the gifts of God, it, Christmas share okay. okay. And it failed? Changes a little bit as and you, you used your GRN email as the, the as the user? Um, send an email back to Lisa saying, hey, that did not work. Can you confirm this? And, uh, if you don't get on, it's not critical and the reason why is because you could always just um, kind of roll with the punches a little bit today uh, but it's it'd be handy if you do get on this way you can see the same things we're seeing and uh, when you get on I'll kind of go over it with you but um, I don't want to waste your time if you're not able to see it firsthand but basically what this does the charity thon does is it allows us to see the calls that come through the pledges we get to see how much they are, their prayer requests, and the information. And then, so, I want, I want you to listen to Lennon, to Toya and Dave for a while this morning to get the sense and the feel of what we're going to do. But, essentially, the pattern that I always follow on Sherathons is when we come on the air, which will do be at 10 a.m. this morning, Central, 8 o'clock your time, um, our first order of business is to wrap up the previous hour. 
So at the end of every hour, calls always come through, uh, and then they get a bunch of calls at the end of every hour. And then we go to a break, and as we're going to a break, those calls are, are processing. When we come back on, our job is to finish all the business from the previous hour first. So uh, if they hit their goal and we are ringing bells and celebrating... Then we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of a party celebrating, and then we'll say a prayer, celebrating the hour, and then we will wrap up all the calls from the last hour. We will also uh, say a prayer over our hour. We will um, there's a in the in the uh, word document that I forwarded to you yesterday that Toya puts out. You will you should go through that. It not only details all the giving levels, their descriptions, the items that we give as thank you gifts. At those levels. It also has talking points. It also has the prayers. It also has a list of various stations and locations. You should familiarize yourself with all that information. Um, so we have the, like sort of like the housekeeping stuff to do. Wrap up the last hour, say the prayers, get this hour up and running. And so the, the key to share is phone calls. We have to manage the phones. We have to get the phone lines lit up. So we have to constantly add that pressure to keep phone lines lit up. Now, a couple of ways we add that pressure, number one, is we have matching gift. And we get a matching gift. We say, hey, you only have 55 minutes left, and you you better call now to get this matching gift opportunity. So we do it that way. We also do a clock sound. Adrian has a clock sound set up so that we had that ticking noise in people's minds that kind of adds that emotional pressure. So And you, you will hear that we're going to constantly work the clock and the, and the phones, which means you need to have the phone number in front of you today uh, so that uh, you are ready to give that phone number out. And you will hear us give that phone number out a lot. Like, a lot. You can't say the phone number enough almost, right? Yeah, so make sure you uh, you have that number handy so that you are saying it correctly. And usually when I say the phone number, I say it three times. So, um, 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. And I'm changing inflection. I'm changing pace. I'm I'm saying it fast. I'm saying it slow. I'm, I'm you know, changing it up and saying it a lot. So, um, keep that in mind. And then, of course, we, we have these breaks that we'll take during the hour. Again, it's just we got to keep the pressure up. So we use talking points to fill the gaps, but we have to keep the housekeeping in mind. Thanking the people we're supposed to be thanking, uh, mentioning the stuff we're supposed to be mentioning, like who's our daily appreciation prize sponsor, our matching gift sponsors, etc. Um, so I want you to just listen to, to, to Dave and Toya, and then, of course, when you're on with us today, um, just kind of hang back a little bit. I'll have you uh, give out the phone number. I'll have you... If you, if you can't get access to Charity-thon, um Adrian and I will do all the thanking of the callers, and then you can uh, you can plug the the phone number quite a bit, and we'll we'll, we'll rope you in. But don't feel pressure; just kind of ease into it. But remember, there's a pace here. We got to keep a pace up, so we don't like long pauses and and uh, dead silence. You want to keep that pace uh, as best you can. So con conversating behind the scenes is very helpful for any questions you might have. Um, if you hear music in your ear, like if you're hearing that we are uh, going to a break, you get 20 seconds. That's all. So let's say, let's say you are talking, and then all of a sudden, break music is starting to play. Then Adrian and I are not going to butt in anymore. We're going to let you take us to break. 
So you have to keep talking until the 20 seconds are over, and then you'll hear Stan, the announcer voice guy, say, we'll be back, you know, and you need to stop it talking at that point. Now, the goal is, when you hear us going to break, is to go, oh, that music means we're going to go to a break, we're going to be right back, but we still need $1,000, so please call right now at 1-800-47 and start giving that phone number out. Like, that's the call to action as we're going to break, okay? Now, if you hear, if if one of us are talking and you hear music play, don't 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 jump in. Whoever's talking should take us to that break. Okay, that way it's the least complicated. It's the most simple. she thought it was absolutely necessary. So, I mean, it's just a complete and absolute transformation. How did this happen? What came into her life? So one of the things was yeah. And yeah, I'll let you know. We'll let you know uh, how that goes in the back end. But just, you know, kind of sit back, relax. Don't feel the need to, like, uh, overthink about it today. Um, and send that email to Lisa to try to get connected to Charity-thon. Just have her, you know, confirm all the details. And then if you get that set up, let me know, and I'll kind of go over it with you. But otherwise... Um, Kind of just listen to how Len, uh, Toya and uh, Dave are doing it, and then you'll have a sense of it anyway. All right. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, um, so the good news for us is tomorrow we have a guest. We have Bishop Strickland, which I'll confirm tomorrow. Now, I see that in the spreadsheet, you have you put stuff in the topic instead of in the guest column. Do we need to move Ken Gore over to the, to the guest column and then the topic, change the topic? I know, Toy, it always happens this way. Everybody wants to kind of... Kind of, you know, what's going on? What are all the different levels and all that? Uh, haven't talked about the archangel. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, there's several things. Uh, the archangel the level. Column C. dollars one time or $125 now, a month. Now, um, uh, okay, so I'll, I'll confirm with Bishop Strickland tomorrow. But let's uh, let's also be working on a guest for Thursday. So follow up with all your your emails or whatever. Just keep working that working it for Thursday. And then, of course, uh, Friday as well. Let's try not to... Uh, <laughs> let's, let's try not to have to work to, to late wee hours in at, in the evening trying to find guests. That's that's rough. Do you want to explain what this is? Because this is brand new. It's brand spanking new, right? It, the the idea that we're talking about the perpetual light society joining the GRN perpetual light society is is something that we've been doing. Adrian, is the website up? Really celebrated it that much. So uh, we have a it's number what? of wonderful <clears throat> Guadalupe okay. Radio family listeners who give and they give perpetually. They say, you know what, I'm going to keep my $30 a month going or my $125 a month or $10 a month or whatever it is. And so we wanted to celebrate that. We have always, for those who are uh, perpetual donors, and suppose they give every Christmas share then then uh, – their name in the following year goes into that drawing. So they don't miss okay. out any of the drawing. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. And, uh, yeah, a couple what times. What we're doing is we have a very special gift to send everybody. If you are Eight a Eastern. past perpetual 
donor and well i mean yeah so then basically so he's not confirmed then so we need to just confirm whether or not he's available for our segment in which case if he's not he's not we need to move on refuge of sinners say yeah if this you know the, se- the segment is at 735 eastern you know hopefully we'll get you on he, he was live last time we had him on it is so helpful to know that and uh, I don't know, maybe there's a day that's better at that time than others, and you can ask them about it. Just assume it continues on unless you give us okay. permission to Great. make it perpetual. And so if you do that and you just say, yeah, my 30 a month or my 10 a month or you know, 50 a month is perpetual, boy, I'll tell you, that's a, a great blessing. And if, of course, at some point down the road, you say, you know, uh, uh, that, that's i got to stop it. Bite you, your tongue, yeah, Dave. Yeah. Stop that. They're, they're allowed to stop it, right? <laughs> 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 all right, 800-476-3311. It's 15 minutes after the hour. That's just about all the things to uh, fine. tell you about other than the, the Seraphim donor. That's $5,000, and you're like, ah, nobody can get $5,000. Well, you'd be surprised. Every Sherathon, we get, uh, you know, four or five, maybe, you know, sometimes maybe even six people that do that during the course of the week. It's rare, but it's, it's a great blessing. <laughs> and if you do that, you great. get your name into the drawing four times uh, for the pilgrimage. All right, man, course. let me know. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. God love you. Uh, don't forget, uh, what do we say about the first hour of the Sherathon, Toya? Uh, the first hour? Uh, let me think. What in the <laughs> world is it that you say, Dave? Uh, it sets the tone uh, for the entire Sherathon. Most of the time, that, that is true. I mean, are we getting a lot of calls? Is there a lot of enthusiasm? Is it slow? You know, and, and thanks be to God, most of the time it is, you know, it, it, people get excited and there's often a little bit of time where people are like, okay, what's going on? The Sherathon, uh, you know, but right about now, as we approach about 20 after, typically the floodgates open and people say, okay, all right, I got to jump in. I got to help out. This is your moment, 800-476-3311. It's a, the Gifts of God Christmas Sherathon here on the GRN. $6,800 in matched money. That means all every dollar you give up to $6,800 is going to be matched dollar for dollar. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Two other things we didn't mention yet, Toya. Okay, I'm going to mention this one, whether it's one of your two or not. I don't know, Dave. But what I do want to say is that typically typically you will hear us say that for $10 a month, we're going to send you this digital interview. But this is the Christmas share and any donation, any size is going to get this digital interview tonight. 800 dollars $6,800 in matching gift money to raise. And also doable if you give us a call at 800-476-3311. So, Dave, I will let you talk about your two things. All right. Uh, if I remember what they are now. <laughs> okay. Well, one of them is uh, I've got some fascinating facts. Okay. This is something that kind of makes it kind of fun. And uh, if you uh, donate at that archangel level, uh, I, uh, I regale Toya with a fascinating fact. And the, the, the ones this morning are going to be about history. So if you're a history buff... Uh, some pretty interesting stuff about history, and so you'll get that uh, as a little bonus in addition to having a chance to win a pilgrimage uh, of choice for two people. And uh, I don't remember the second one, but it'll come to me. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Let's hear from you. $6,800 to raise 
And uh, this is your chance to get us started on this first hour of the entire Sherathon, 800-476-3311. It's always the week after Thanksgiving, and so by now, you know, you've digested the turkey and... Uh, Kind of, it's an, it's a, it's a great time of year, you know. You're getting ready for Christmas, but uh, you know we're in the Advent season now, uh, and I, I don't know. It's like the song says, it's the it's the the the, the happiest time of the year. It's uh, it's a blessed time of the year. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. And uh, Toya, why it looks like maybe one person on the line, but I'm I'm thinking of all those people in the in the Houston call center waiting for their first call to come in. And uh, the phone rings, and everybody gets so excited. I'm sure they've been fed well by, by Tim and the crew. Uh, let's get things going. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. The Gifts of God is the name of this share <clears throat> And I do think, Dave, that Catholic Radio is one of the gifts of God in this time. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And... Um, Oh, the other thing I was going to tell you, Toya, is we yes. we, we have uh, uh, jingle bells. <laughs> you, I'm so glad you have jingle bells. I have I, jingle bells too. But I, this like is a, that. yeah. One of the limitations of radio is that you can't see uh, this big old Christmas tree of jingle bells that I have. I know, Toya, you 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 can see it here in the studio. Yes. Um, but that that's what we ring every time we hit a goal at the end of the hour. Uh, we will not ring the cowbells as, as usual. We'll ring the jingle bells. And uh, throughout the day today and uh, the days this week, you're going to hear different teams from all across the GRN, from uh, D.C. to San Antonio, Houston, Midland, here in North Texas. Uh, and you can hear from a lot of different voices, and the message is the same. Support Catholic Radio. Let's keep the message of Jesus Christ uh, loud and clear on the airwaves, and this is where you come in and you help us out. All right, Dina and Lori are taking calls. It's starting to happen, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Tony, do you remember last year in the fall how long it took to get 10 calls all at the same time? I think it, it might have been all the way into, into Friday. Do you remember that? I do, and, and you're absolutely right. I, I think it was Friday, probably in the uh, last hour. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it took a while, and it would be great to start this Christmas share out this way, you know. Uh, I, I really love the Christmas share because it really makes you think about your donation is something that is going to be giving the gift of faith to somebody. Every, every share we have is that way. But I think we focus a little bit more on it during the Christmas share So give the gift of faith this year. And you simply may not know that person, and that person may be you. You may be thinking, you know, this may be a tough year coming up, and I may need Catholic Radio, so I'm going to give to it and support it and keep it on the air. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311, and donations of all sizes, no matter what it is, you are going to receive the interview called The Gifts of God that Dave did with Amy Wazaleski, and uh, that's a mouthful of a name, but uh, the... The interview is just wonderful. Like I was telling Dave, I must have listened to it three or four times. And she's so articulate. She worked for Planned Parenthood. Her idea about, you know, abortion was, I would say, very typical for the culture even today. 
Yeah, and you know the the thing that comes out is that you know since she was in that world, you won't hear her say those are just awful, nasty, terrible, you know, people. It's it's you know, she she fell into a a trap of a way of thinking, and uh, the way she explains it, she explains very well what her mindset was back then and why she felt that contraception was necessary, why she thought abortion was a was a good alternative back then. And of course, through the grace of God, she was enlightened, and people came into her life. Somebody challenged her, and there, there's one story in it. Uh, it's kind of the, the 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 climax of her, I guess, conversion. She's actually at a Planned Parenthood luncheon. And she's sitting there and having a glass of wine. And, of course, it's very fancy and all that. And she heard one of the clinic workers tell a story about a lady who came in for an abortion. And Amy's listening to this story. And it wasn't like she it, it hit her and she said, you know, this is the last you know luncheon I'm going to. She stood up in the middle of the luncheon and left, and she went out to her car, and she cried, and she said, I can never support abortion again. I mean, it was that instantaneous. And, uh, and this was at a pro-abortion talk. Yeah, yeah, it was a plan. It was a yeah, Planned Parenthood a, luncheon. Yeah. Yes. And, and so, so when she heard that story, she's like, "No, I, I'm out." And, and she never <laughs> went back in. People at her table are like, "What happened to Amy?" And so, uh, I, I know that she now, uh, uh, you know, when asked, uh, will go out and speak for pro-life. She's a she's a, a teacher. She's actually a teacher at my my daughter's school. And uh, just a wonderful lady, bright smile and happy. And it's just, a, it's a, and like you say, she's very eloquent. Uh, she speaks very well. Uh, so that's the, that's the, everybody who donates at any level during the Shurathon, whether it's $5 one time or $125 a month or $5,000, we are going to send you that tonight. And so tomorrow morning, as we're talking about it, you're going to say, you know what? I heard that. You know, right now you're like, what are you guys talking about? I haven't heard this thing yet. We'll make a donation. You hear it, and then tomorrow you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that. You'll be, you'll, you'll be in the, the Amy Wazaleski Club. Uh, 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. All right, Toya, I'm getting a little concerned. Uh, only one person on the line now. We have not yet thanked our, our first donor of the whole hour. 24 minutes have already elapsed, <clears throat> and uh, it's uh, $6,800 that we're trying to raise. I would love, Toya, for some way to come through right now and make an Archangel-level donation. $1,500 one time, $125 a month. Uh, get your chance to win in the hat to, to win that pilgrimage of choice with Select International Tours. Uh, somebody just get us off to a big start right now, 800-476-3311. Wouldn't that just be so awesome if somebody would do that this morning, Toya? You know, Dave, we're going to need something like that to kind of kickstart this morning. Um, 800-476-3311, or you can go to grnonline.com, and you can make your donation there, 800 476 3311. Only two people are on, Dave. Uh, you said one. I've got two. I hope I'm I hope I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> we are we are almost halfway through the hour. And Dave, I've got to tell you, we haven't raised a penny. I know. Not that you haven't noticed. Yeah, I noticed that. Right? I noticed that as well. Uh, I do think there are two on the line. Uh, 800-476-3311. You know, you're listening right now, and uh, oftentimes during the week we'll say if you haven't yet donated 
donated to the Christmas Shareathon, then call in. Well, right now, nobody has donated to the Christmas Shareathon, so that is everybody out there. And uh, maybe you have an active pledge, and you say, "Well, I already have an active pledge going. Maybe I'm a perpetual donor." Well, you can uh, you can call in with a one-time donation. Uh, you can say, "You know what? I want to get myself into that uh, that chance for the pilgrimage. I'm going to do an extra, you know, fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, you know, it's been a good year for me, and you know, stocks are doing well, or what have you. Whatever your financial situation is." Uh, 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 Alright, now it's starting to happen Mark and Dina are taking calls And uh, boy, if we get to the bottom of the hour Without having thanked our first person That second half is going to be a lot of work uh, 800-476-3311 Then, you know, Toya, we have the Knock our, our socks off kind of donation Where somebody uh, uh, $3,000 uh, A seraphim at 5000 You know, th- those are just uh, amazing You can't you know, assume that they're coming because most hours they don't, but you never know. That person may be out there, right? We know they're out there. We know they're out there, is right, Dave. 800 476 But what we need is people who are listening and they are donating to, helping to keep Catholic Radio on the airwaves. 800-476-3311. We have a wonderful gentleman in the West Texas area. That's where I am today, and you're the North Texas area. And he says something, and we play it on the air. You hear it often. And he says, I'm giving because I want that radio station to be there when somebody else needs it. And, boy, isn't that a generous heart, Dave? So can we not all have a generous heart this morning? Guadalupe family, we are halfway into that. We haven't raised anything. 800 476 $6,800 of matching gift money. And Dave has this theory. Uh, I don't know that I buy into this theory. And Dave and <laughs> I've been doing honesty. these. You're, you're most welcome, Dave. I don't want the, the benchmark to be too high. That uh, I guess we've been close to what nineteen years, Dave, of mm-hmm. doing these, maybe yeah. even twenty, and uh, you just don't like to get behind this far because then you may not hit the top of the hour. So let's get these phone lines lit up. You know, um, just think about your donation helping somebody come closer to Christ. Is there anything more important in this world than that? All right, uh, 1-800-476-3311. Dina and Mark are taking calls. $6,800 in matching gift this hour. Uh, And that that means whatever you donate, uh, up to $6,800 is going to be matched dollar for dollar. And we really need you. You know, I know there are thousands of people out there listening right now saying, you know, at at some point this week, uh, I'm going to make a donation. I I don't know when it's going to be. Maybe I'm a Thursday person or a Friday. You know, this is the hour we need you. We need a, about 10 people right now to just step up and say, you know what, I'll do what I can, 10 a month, uh, 30 a month, or uh, 1500 you know, $50 one time. Uh, just whatever you can do right now, let's get things going. We're going to be taking a break here in about a minute. Diane's going to probably play some uh, Valimar Jansen music, I'm guessing, and then we'll come back for the second half. But uh, nobody to thank yet. A couple people on the line. We really need you. one 800 Four seven six three three one one Christmas Marathon twenty twenty one.
We'll be back with more of the 2021 The Gifts of God Christmas share on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this.
Welcome back to the 2021 Guadalupe Radio Network, The Gifts of God Christmas share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make a pledge of support. To help keep your Catholic radio station on the air, that's 1-800-476-3311. All right, we are in crunch time, 26 minutes to go to the top of the hour. Dave Palmer, Toya Hall here in the first hour of the first day of the Christmas share 2021. The Gifts of God is the theme, and the phone number is 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Toya, one person on the line, uh, and a couple people to thank. Uh, that's awesome. $6,549 to go. So we have got some work to do, don't we, this hour? Oh, we certainly do, Dave. So, you know, I think we should take a pause, Dave, and let's say the Memorare. Yes. I think we're going to need some divine intervention. In the name of the Father, Father, and the the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. amen. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection implored thy help or sought thine intercession was left donated inspired by this confidence i fly unto thee o virgin of virgins my mother to thee do i come before thee i stand sinful and sorrowful o mother of the word incarnate despise not my petitions but in thy mercy hear and answer me amen in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen all right uh, the very very first First donor of this entire Sherathon was Christina in Sterling, Virginia. Fifty dollars one time, plus the credit card charges. Thank you, Christina. She's from Our Lady of Hope Parish, and uh, she says that she loves Catholic Radio because it uh, reinforces uh, what she knows. She loves the apologetics, and uh, she said, "Please uh, uh, remember her father, Vincent uh, Vincent, who passed away yesterday." Uh, oh, wow, at the age of 95. He passed away yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I thought goodness. that was going to be the anniversary of his death, but it was actually uh, yesterday. My goodness. Uh, Christina, I know you are got to be working and planning a funeral, and uh, well, your dad lived a, a good, long life, and so thank you for that dedication. Appreciate that very much. Uh, Erlinda in San Antonio was the second caller. $200 one time in memory of Ernest and Sean. So, Erlinda, thank you. Biggest donation of the share so far. We appreciate Appreciate uh, that very much. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. $6,549. Everything is matched, and we are uh, down to 23 minutes. And so if you've been listening and thinking, okay, I want to find out what's going on and the theme and the, the giving levels, okay, all that's been shared with you. So now uh, it's time to call in and make a dent in the $6,549. I just can't stress enough, and I know, Toya, you would agree, you got to hit the first hour you got to hit uh this first goal and just got you know get moving along into the second hour in a very positive note so please if you're listening now call up and help out any way you can big small medium any every donation is so important 800-476-3311 one eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven Guadalupe family. This Sherathon is all about us sharing together to support the Guadalupe Radio Network. And believe me, uh, this is our last fundraiser for the year. It uh, is intended to help us get through uh, the rest of the year and from the last Sherathon back in September. One eight hundred. 
21 minutes is all we have to raise this money. So we need a lot of people doing just what Martin and Maria did (laughs) in only Maryland. Oh, my goodness, because we got so far behind. Right, Dave? Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Martin and Maria. We needed that so badly. This is a our our first uh, pilgrimage level archangel donation of uh, this. This Sherathon so far came at a great time. Uh, They said, please pray for all the souls in purgatory and uh, literally on the last day of November. You know, this is the the month that we remember the souls in purgatory. Uh, that great plenary indulgence uh, was offered this month. Still not too late, you know. Uh, but thank you so much, Martin and Maria. That, that, that's, gosh, we talk about needing that right then. Now we need 5017 in uh, matching money. Dina jumped on a line, 800-476-3311. You know, that's, that's a momentum changer. You know, you're, you're kind of down and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, nobody's calling. And all of a sudden, Martin and Maria, uh, yeah, in addition to the first two callers as well, uh, boy, 21 minutes, though. We are still behind despite the big donation. And uh, we need uh, a couple more of those kind of donations and everything else that can be called in right now. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. 5,017 to go, Toya. 1-800-476-3311. Dave, we need some game changers right away. And that's donations of all sizes. Let's get and invite 10 people to call and be supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network so the truths of our faith continue to flow through the airwaves. And, you know, Christmas isn't always a joyful time for a lot of people. And uh, to have the comfort of uh, Catholic Radio on the air, what a tremendous blessing, Dave. So 800-476-3311. It is the gift of faith we're talking about. And this share as we're talking about the gifts of God. Exactly. 800-476-3311. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's uh, it's a time of joy for a lot of people, but depending on your circumstances, uh, gosh, like our uh, our two calls ago, uh, that uh, wonderful lady lost her, her father yesterday. And so this has got to be a, a time of, uh, of sorrow. I'm sure she's celebrating his life, uh, but at the same time, uh, some sadness as well. 800-476-3311. All right. I'll tell you what, uh, with uh, 19 minutes to go, we have got to hit this goal. Let's everybody come together right now. And uh, if you're thinking like, who's he talking about? If you are listening at this very moment and you haven't yet uh, called in with a donation this Sherathon, which is everybody except for three people, uh, call up and let's see if we can get to 10 calls at the same time on this first hour. We're going to need a big blitz right now. And, you know, to hit this goal, we've got to get a lot of participation here. Here's the number, 800-476-3311. Looking for caller number two now. Caller number two, 800-476-3311. We'll count them off as we go along and uh, get all the way up to 10. Okay, can you be one of 10? 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. 
1-800-476-3311-RGRNonline.com. You can make a donation there. But the most important thing is we need a lot of help right now. And if there is a Seraphim donor, it is a matching gift don- donation right now. 1-800-476-3311-800-476-3311. We would really hate to start out the first day of the Christmas share missing this hour in such a huge way. And the only way we can overcome that is by your calls and your pledges of support. $5,017 is what we've got to raise. It it certainly makes me wonder if the phone lines are working, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) 800-476-3311. Because it's really rare for the very first hour to only have three calls. Usually by now we've had 20. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's going on, but what we do know is that we need your help. 800-476-3311-800-476-3311. You know, Dave, uh, we've got 17 minutes and $5,017 to raise. Yeah, and that, that's a lot of money. And so, uh, uh, we, you know, 17 minutes, a lot can happen in 17 minutes. And those last 10 minutes sometimes can be real barn burners. And there may be somebody's, you know, sitting back thinking, oh, well, if they really need it, I can do it at the end of the hour. But we don't want, want to always rely on the, the big guns. And we don't even know if they're out there or not, or if they're listening at this moment. What we do know is that a lot of people are listening. And, uh, if you're able to do $30 a month, you know, that's kind of like the, 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 the donation that we think most people, not everybody, but most people can, uh, can afford $30 a month. And if you do that, you, that's a guardian angel level donation. We want to bless you with a chance to win uh, a nice prize tomorrow morning, which is a drawing that we'll do for an iPad Air. Uh, it's worth $600. Uh, Knights of Columbus Council 10720 in Jersey Village, Texas at St. Maximilian Colby Parish are the ones that donated that. And so put your name in that hat and you might be getting a call from your general manager to tomorrow, uh, being told that you won an iPad Air, and you can either keep it for yourself or give it as a gift to somebody this Christmas uh, next month. 800-476-3311. And Toya, I'm just waiting for the surge of calls to come. You know, at some point during an hour, it's typically, it doesn't take this long, but you know, it's just like everybody collectively agrees, okay, it's time. Let's start making the calls. Let's get a whole bunch of them in at the same time. Boy, I tell you, we need you so badly right now. 800-476- 3311 1-800-476-3311 $5,017 still to raise uh, we've had three calls we've got one on the line and uh, time is ticking away with 16 minutes to go 800-476-3311 one 800 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 um Dave, 15 minutes to go. I think there's somebody who's going to bail us out and help us out in this hour. 800-476-3311. to raise in matching gift money. Only three calls this hour. Extremely rare for the very first day of the Christmas share So what can you do to give the gift of faith to somebody you might be asking? Support the Guadalupe Radio Network. We 
are simply here as a signpost to draw people back into the church. And what a beautiful way to do it. It's, I believe it's one of the tools the Holy Spirit is using in this era. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Dave, we've had this one caller on for a while, so I'm not sure if it's stuck on our computer screen or if it's real.